What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome in. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at OurSuccessGroup.com. Good morning, everybody. I want to get right into this and calling it the art of upselling and cross-selling. And here's why I felt like this was an important topic to cover. We're, we're getting to that time, right? We're getting to that time of year. It's summer's here or almost here. I know I've talked to some folks that recently had some snow, so maybe it doesn't quite feel like summer to you. But in a lot of areas of the country, we're, we're starting to get those warmer weathers. But what that means, though, is it's also a change of seasons a little bit for our businesses. Now, some people might be heavily involved in summer activities, sports, things like that. With that change of season, though, it means a little bit of a change in our business. Now, depending on what your business is, it could be a slower time. It could be an okay time. But I know a lot of people will have a bit of a lull in summer. Typically, that's because people kind of change their focus from doing business and things like that. They change their focus into going on the family vacation and getting away. Kids are going to be out of school. So it's just kind of a break. It's a breather time for a lot of folks. So if you are in that promotional products or maybe even gift area, it's definitely a slower time for a lot of folks doesn't have to be. And, and you know, what we're going to talk about here today is how do we manage that? How, how do we increase our sales when maybe there's not a whole lot of new customers to be had? So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. As we're talking about upselling and cross-selling here, uh, you guys that are tuned in live right now are OSG members. So make sure that you go back and take a look at the training we did in October 2020 called The Art of Selling. And um, this is actually, I'm kind of pulling some of the stuff that we talked about there, trying to expand on that and, and, and just really kind of chunking this down into one singular conversation about upselling and cross-selling. Before we get into this here, though, I, I want to talk about something that, you know, <laughs> you guys might go, okay, Aaron, we've heard this a lot. And I'm going to go, okay, well, you're going to hear it again because it's this important. We have to know what is important to our customers. We have to know them, right? And we have to know them more than just the typical demographic information, right? We actually have to have, in a sense, have a relationship with them. Um, I I see Wendy's on here and I, I know we already said good morning, but Wendy, you're, you're an ideal person for this and you've done a really great job of getting to this information and I just lost what you named your avatar, but that's the kind of idea that we're talking about here. What is, what is, of? I think it's Billy Bob that just came to mind. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the person's name, but that's, we have relationships with people that have names, right? We don't have relationships with an avatar or a demographic or a, you know, male, female, 54 to 65. There we go. Billy Bob. Thank you, Wendy. Um, so we have relationships. We understand better people that we know. We have to do this for our ideal customer. We have to know what's important to them. You know, have you put yourself in their shoes? Have you had those conversations with them to understand what their needs are? And, and yes, I know that this is something that you hear us talking about all the time. 
but it is really that important. The more you know them, the more you can, and, and it's not just knowing them, right? It's great to have those conversations. It's great to have those um, understandings. It's great to put yourself in their shoes, but then, the, then you need to take it to the next level, right? You, you need to take it into that next level of let's, let's actually put that down on paper. Let's put language to it. Let's actually write that down because then once we write that down and we get real clear on that, now we've got this model to go off of. Again, the, the whole reason that we do a business plan, we write down all these things is because that just gives us this framework to work in. Part of being a small business owner is you're faced with a ton of decisions every single day. And some of them, we don't actually really have a good grasp on, on what the right answer is, you know, and, and the problem is, is what the right answer is for you is going to be different than the right answer is for somebody else. So by writing all these things down and having this framework, that gives me a tool that I can then make decisions based off of, right? How, how am I, you know, well, what should I post? Well, what should I post or what should you post? What you should post, you know, if I was talking to Wendy, what Wendy should post is what's going to make Billy Bob get excited. What's going to make Billy Bob understand what Wendy's all about, right? So first and foremost, before you even think about getting into this whole, and, and it is an art, the, it's an art of upselling and cross-selling. You really have to know your customer. Now, will it change? Will you learn more as you go? Absolutely. So don't, don't get stuck on, okay, I don't really know my customer. Well, you do. You just haven't taken the time to sit down and put language to it. And the more time you spend doing that, or the, the more you learn and the more you adjust and the more you tweak, the better it's going to get. So put yourself in their shoes, have those conversations with them, and then put language to it. Um, so from there, we want to then take that information that we have and a little better understanding of them and really also then get clear on what's the reason that the, that they're purchasing your product or service, right? How often are they going to need to buy that product or service or, or, or you know, what, who are they buying for? Where are they most likely to pur purchase? All of these questions become important. Um, so by answering some of those questions, again, getting into paper, having that framework. So let me, let me give you those one more time. Um, what is their reason for purchasing your product or service? Are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you, but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tenley Park trade show, we met for the first time face to face and the conversation turned to this very problem. What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand, and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years, and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. 
If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. Again, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. How often are they going to need to buy that product or utilize the service? Who are they buying for? And then where are they most likely to purchase? So getting, you know, so that's the next step. You you get an understanding of your customer, you answer those questions, but then here is the most important question to answer. And again, your answer is going to be different from the next person. And even if you don't really know, do your best to just answer it and then get out there, try use that feedback to make adjustments to it. So the most important question, how do your products or services solve a problem or serve a need for your core customer? Okay, one more time. How do your products or services solve a problem or serve a need for your core customer? Now, we can best answer that question right there by understanding that as humans, we have four basic needs that that one of these four basic needs is going to be served with everything that we do, every purchase we make, every decision that we make, really. But but especially when it comes to our purchase decisions, it's going to fill one of these four basic needs. First one is the need for attention, right? We, we want to make sure that people notice us. We don't want to be invisible. Um, so we have a need as humans. We have a need for attention. All right. The second thing is we have a need for affection and we all have different levels of this, but everybody deep down in their core has these needs. Number one, need for attention. Number two, a need for affection. Do we feel like somebody cares about us? All right. And then we have a need for appreciation. Do we feel like the things that we're doing are appreciated? Right. We've put effort into something. Are we appreciated for that effort? And then lastly, we have a need for acceptance. And that's a survival mechanism. We, we have to be accepted into the tribe. We have to be accepted into a group that we feel comfortable and safe in, right? So what are your products or services? Which of those four things, what does your product or service do? It could be a combination of those things. It could be just one of those things. But deep down, it's people don't buy a shirt to buy a shirt, right? I mean, they could just if we want to just straight utility, we wouldn't need it decorated, right? So as decorators, we have to f- understand what need we're filling, the need for attention, the need for affection, the need for appreciation, and the need for acceptance. Those four uh, common things that every person needs. So that's the first step in the process. We understand our customer. We get a little more clear about who they are as people, not just as numbers and demographics and age and location and all that stuff, but who they are as people, what's important to them. And then we start answering those questions about the whys, right? And then finally kind of understand how our service fits into their life. What, what need does it fill? So once we have that basic information, and again, I'm not saying that, you know, you should just shut yourself in a, in a room for three months and, or go sit on the top of the mountain and meditate on this for a year until you have it all completely clear in your brain. What I'm saying is spend a little time, carve out some time, 
as soon as we're done with this, give yourself 30 minutes to just write this stuff down. All right. And, and just there's no right or wrong answers. Whatever comes to your mind, write it down and then it'll start to flow a little bit better. Right. And then it'll start to feel a little bit better. And then you just keep answering those questions until, you know, it, it's it's a it's a process. So but you can't continue that process. And once you've done it, don't sit and refine and refine and refine. What you need to do is actually then take action. Right. We need to get out there. We need to try some of this stuff. Anything that's an art like this requires practice. So now we get into the upselling and the other part. So once we've answered this question now, we we talked a little bit about this in that October training. But the other thing that that I want to make sure that I'm clear on first before we actually get to the actual actions here is that upselling and cross selling are very similar but they are different. So we do have to understand the differences a little bit because again, language is important. So, and we're not going to use this language with our customer, but internally we have to understand, am I trying to upsell them? All right. So upselling is convincing customers to upgrade to another pricier option. So I'm getting a little more value from, from my customer. And then cross selling is different because Cross-selling is selling a client a supplementary service or a product that can help satisfy, right? It's the, you know, I've got a coffee mug, but maybe I would want a coaster to go along with it that matches. That's that's a cross-sell. And we'll talk about some specifics here in just a second. And, and I think you guys have heard some of these things, but I, I want to, and then I want to get your guys' feedback on on some things that you can do or things that you've thought of. And we can we can bat those things around a little bit. So, um so again, cross-selling a supplementary service and product that can help satisfy a previously unfulfilled need is, is a specific definition there. So if we understand our core customers, now we can start working on mastering that fine art of upselling or cross-selling. And because here's what makes it an art. Here's why, again, there's not one size fits all because no one likes feeling or being cheated or, or kind of milked for more money. We don't, we, we feel taken advantage of. And so upselling, cross-selling are built around kind of this finesse rather than just keep hitting them. You know, if, if you've ever, it's kind of become a bit of a joke now, but if you've ever purchased anything from Vistaprint, you know, after you're done, quote unquote, starting to make your purchase and you've got what, five, 10 minutes worth of trying to skip the upsells or the, I'm sorry, the, the cross-sells that they're trying to put in front of you. And Obviously, it still works for them, so they keep doing it. But at what point do we, are we just like, eh, you know, I, I think that's probably most people's frustration with purchasing of a Vistaprint. <laughs> Beyond that, they make it pretty simple. Their costs are super reasonable, um, but everybody's always looking for an alternative to Vistaprint. And, and I think that's one of the big reasons why. It's like, no, I don't need all that other stuff, right? It, it, it's, they don't know who I am. They don't know what I value. So why are you putting, you know, a coffee mug in my face that I can clearly make myself, right? Why, why would you do that to your customers? But so, so that's where it becomes an art, right? It, right now it's working for them. At some point it might not work for them. If enough people have decided they want an alternative. Um, and I know pretty much everybody in our industry is always looking for an alternative, so, you know, there, there are alternatives out there. Um, 
there was another one that that uh, I, I found the other or no not found I was told about the other day and and uh, actually Wendy this is a couple calls ago in our Masters of Success group DFS sounds rings a bell you know so anyhow I'm not here to sell printing services but but that that whole idea of like this is an art form that we've got to make sure that that we're taking small steps right so now that we understand that that difference. And, and this is why we describe the two differences, because, again, knowing the difference is going to be important for you internally inside of the language that you're going to use and the feeling that you're going to try to get across to your customers. Right. Are they interested in just, you know, are your customers really interested in um, the need for um, appreciation, the need for attention, the need for affection, you know, th those kinds of things if that's what their needs are, they might be more um, apt to be um, upsold because it, it, it's that status, right? But if they're definitely more just really focused in on the need for acceptance, they're probably more aptly open to a cross sell because the more, right? More, more is better, more, more acceptance. Oh, I'm, yep. I'm part of this group. I'm part of this group. I, I'm, I'm, I'm one, right? I've got so many things that can show that I'm accepted by by whatever it is that I'm getting. So that's that's why it's so important to kind of understand those differences. You're probably going, Aaron, wh why are we wasting time on, on cross-sell versus upsell? But trust me, it's really important because then it helps you craft the right program, cra craft the right stuff. So let's talk about, a, about three different <clears throat> specific nuts and bolts. And this is where I want you guys to jump in and, and, you know, what is it that you're doing or what, you know, what ideas do you have? What things do you have questions about when it comes to this? What, you know, I'm, I'm happy to kind of beat ideas around with you, right? Be, be a bit of an opportunity to just brainstorm some here. So I'll start <laughs> and then you guys keep it going. How about that? Um, so first one is you know, just to suggest a premium product, right? That That's an upsell. So understanding that your customers that kind of what their needs are, they, they have the basic needs that we can meet for them. But, you know, when buying a shirt, for example, would your customer pay extra for products that are made in America? Right now I'm wearing uh, a shirt from Royal uh, Apparel and it's made in America and it is um, uh, sustainable, right? And, and it feels really good. I, it's not a huge value of mine. Um, you know, I, I definitely want to support the U S made products. Um, but I, I know there's value in a lot of different things, but you know what? I paid extra for this, right? I, I was willing to pay for that because the story that they told me about, about the whole product made it, uh, um, made it feel good to purchase. Right. So, um, it, make sure to upsell those products. You know, you're helping them fill a need by saying they support an American company and they did their part for the environment. Right. So that, that, that's a, that's a typical upsell. Um, and it, it also could be just as simple as the upgraded shipping. You know, that's an upsell. Right. But all these little things are, are nuances. When, when do you put that in their face or when does that, you know, $20 for shipping, make them question their purchasing decision. Right. So that, that, that's the, that's the art of it is finding out what works for your customers. Um, the next thing we can do is we can, this would be a cross sell. We can offer a seasonal collection. Like I said, we're coming into summer here. So 
you know, maybe weather appropriate products um, for summer. Maybe it's kind of a beachwear line, right? Maybe it's a tank top with a, a towel um, or, you know, maybe you're able to, to decorate some swimwear or that kind of thing. And uh, guess what? Y- you might say, hey, um, you got this great swimsuit. How about a pair of flip flops to go with that? Right. You know, I mean, that that or if we're getting into the winter months, you know, you've got a beanie and a sweatshirt and gloves, maybe or something like that. So the seasonal collections allow you to cross sell without having to try to sell each product individually. You give them a bundle. Right. So so they could buy all those things separately. But if you give them a bundle, um, that's going to make their purchasing decisions so much easier because now they go, OK. Before I was paying one unit for each of the three things. And, and again, as humans, we're not good at the, what does this cost? So what we do as humans is we cheat and we try to, in our head, understand what is the value of this. That's a lot easier for us to, but then because of that, then we can easily be not deceived, but, but we don't spend enough time going, okay. Um, these three things together is a hundred dollar unit that's still in our subconscious brain and our quick kind of, okay, let, yep. I'm going to buy, you know, I don't have a ton of time to, to spend on researching all of this. Um, that, that quick decision there to, to our brain, that's just one unit. We're just paying one time. Right. But if I was looking for all three of those things, the, the beanie, the sweatshirt and the gloves, and I had to buy them, you know, have three things in my cart. That's three units to me. So that that's going to be worth three units of pay versus one unit of pay. (laughs) Same thing. And again, if we stop and slow down and do the research, it may actually be the same money, you know, so maybe you do need to, you know, give it a little bit of a discount off of the three together. So maybe it's 5% or whatever, but, but that's a way to cross sell. So um, that's another idea. Again, if you guys have ideas, thoughts that you want to share, um, things you want to kick around, questions for me. Um, and and then I, I guess I kind of got into the whole bundle thing, but we can even take that bundle idea a little bit further. And again, you know, we talked about the coffee mug and the, um, the coffee mug and the coasters. Um, maybe... You know, I'll use my wife's products as an example. Um, she sells these wine glass holders. You kind of stick this little uh, decorated piece over the top of a wine bottle, and then you can hold glasses on the side of them. Um, you know, one of the things that that maybe she could do is take that and um, add actual etched wine glasses to them, or or something like that, where now you're getting all three of those things. Um, and, um, you know, so she need to partner with somebody that does sandblasting or whatever does does wine glasses and figure out how to to bundle that together. Um, maybe it's a, a, a kitchen towel and a cutting board. Um, and so you're, you're again, that whole idea of changing the purchasing decision for people from a single or from multiple units or two or three, right? And turning that into one unit purchase, that goes a long way. People people will buy that all day. And and again, it's not not that we're like all sheep that don't really get it. 
deep, you know, we, we, we understand that, but we're, we're naturally drawn towards what's easier for us. And it's not a bad thing. It's how it's, again, it's how we conserve energy. It's how we thrive. It's how we, you know, it's like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. I need to fill this need. I've got this amount of resources to do that. What makes it the easiest for me to go? Okay. Yep. Yeah. You know, so I know, I know some people love to just break out everything, right. And, and line item, everything. I'm the type that wants to make sure that I'm actually kind of bundling that stuff together. Yes. I'll break it out if they want to go into that. And again, your customers are going to be different in what they value. You know, maybe they're very value conscious, cost conscious. And, and so you do need to break that out and go, okay, well, that's fine. It, here, here's everything. But by doing some of these things that this bundling, we really can go a long way with that. All right. So those are some of my ideas. Again, if you guys have ideas, go ahead and, and pop them in there. Or if you guys have questions, um, you know, the, 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 there's lots of different ways that you could do that. And I, I, I wanted to give you a few examples, but what I really wanted to make sure that we talked about was that front part. Let's, let's first make sure that bef before we turn into the, the Vistaprint and just plop everything in front of the, their faces. Let's, let's make sure that we, we understand that there's actually an art form to this to get really good at it, you know, because here's the, the flip side of that. Somebody like Amazon and, and, and Google, right. They've built their businesses around doing everything they can with their data to try to better understand their customers. And they do it from a data perspective, right? They don't do it from a relationship perspective. They've done it from a data perspective. So if you're really good at the data and can get that to work for you and then have that data say, if this, then that, then, then you can um, probably skip all the relationship part, but that's really expensive. It's really difficult and um, really hard to, to figure out. Whereas if we just take the time to be humans and have relationships with our customers, then <laughs> we could skip all that part, right? I mean, we could use the data to make sure that we are truly understanding the relationship, you know, so what's working and what's not working, that kind of, that's using the data. But we don't have to spend all that excessive amount of programming and algorithm building and all this other stuff to basically get to the same part where, okay, if this happens, how can I provide even more value to them? Right. That's what art, that's what cross-selling and upselling is, is like, if this, how can I provide more value to them? So um, Connie says, I like to make bundles too. Sports moms are great for hat and top options. I'd take pictures with shirt and hat and cup for proof. I always sell more than a shirt this way. Yep. That's fantastic, Connie. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I, I saw a lot of people doing really well, especially earlier on in inside the COVID pandemic as the masks were coming out. And especially when we were kind of looking at potential back to school of this whole idea of a shirt and a mask combo, right? They're, they're designed together. You get the, you're accessorizing, right? So, so stuff like that, where, Hey, I see you appreciate that shirt. I've got this mask that has a, a similar design on it kind of thing. So, or, or vice versa, right? Mask. And would you like a shirt to go with that? So um, that that's exactly what we're talking about, Connie. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Um, now, so th those, those are some examples. That's kind of the easier way to do this than, than getting into big data. Um, 
and here's the other part of this is, you know, we're not just talking about having your website do this, right? We're not just talking about this being about online. You know, this could be online, it could be in person or what other, what other methods that you are getting in front of your customers. This could be going back to your existing customers and, and helping them. Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. Get more value from you, right? And, um, that kind of thing. So um, again, this is an art that takes practice. There is no one size fits all. I mentioned that before, but I suggest trying some things out. And and here's here's how I use my internal compass. And, and I want you guys to use your internal compass this way. Try some things out and try some things out that are going to feel best for you. Like what, what would, what would you be inclined to do? Like I said, I like to bundle things together because that's the way I operate too. So when I'm buying something out there and I've got this list of nickel and dime, you know, I, I, I fly Southwest because I pay one price, right? For my bags, the whole nine yards. Some people hate Southwest. I love them because it's just simple and easy. Um, whereas I avoid like the plague, the places where, um, yes, just to use the bathroom, I got to pay $5, right? You know, I mean, some of that stuff's just ridiculous, but again, they're trying to understand their customers and, and provide value where value fits. So, um, whatever works for you is probably what's going to be best for your customers. Now you might need to tweak it, right? You, some, some things might fall flat and, and that's, that's not failure. That's a learning experience. But if you are truly interested in valuing your customers, you're truly interested in building that relationship, having empathy for them, you're going to attract the customers with similar values to you. So um, with that being said, uh, I want to share what Connie shared here as well. Thank you, Connie. Uh, teach teach out to the schools. My local school just ordered 600 masks. Oh, reach out to the schools, I'm guessing. Yeah, reach out to the schools. My local school just ordered 600 masks. Yep, that's a great, great idea, Connie. In fact, um, our local elementary school is looking to get 100 masks for their um, teacher appreciation week that's coming up. And um, my my wife did a great job of working with them on, on a cross-sell because not only are we going to be able to do masks for them, it looks like here, um, she's also going to... Uh, do some some garden flags and then add a dowel and some string that they'll be able to hang on each teacher's door as well 
with the same theme and 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 just a celebration of the teachers. So, um, uh, great great point, Connie. Reach out to the school because you know I I do believe that masks are going to get harder and harder to sell, and that's okay. And and that may change, right? Something may change, and we may go back to it. But you know, if you've got some that you're you're sitting on, um, you know, th- this is this is the time. Start start reaching out to them. So, um, you got graduation teacher appreciation, all sorts of stuff coming up here that uh, are some opportunities before they get into that summer lull. So, all right. Um, so with that being said, um, <clears throat> just a couple of things for me to close out here. And again, if you guys have more, please feel free at, at any point to jump in there. Um, this again, I can't stress enough that this is an art right? So it does require tact. It requires some grace. It requires some sensibility and it requires a little bit of persistence, right? Like I said, you got to try a few things. And so just because you, you, you don't succeed with your first attempt at a, a cross sell or an upsell, if you've done it with some tact and grace and sensibility where you're not, you know, forcing it down their throats, you're going to have another opportunity to try something new, right? And the more we try, the more we succeed, the more we become a master at that art. Um, but, but deep down, when we truly believe in ourselves and in our products, it's something that we can do. We can all do this. And in fact, you probably... It, like I said, if you really believe in yourself and you really believe in your products, that you're providing a value, valuable, value added product, valuable and value added product. How about that? Um, if you can, if you can believe that, and I know every single one of you should believe that, um, but if, but you've got to believe it. So once you believe that, my guess is you already do this without even realizing it, right? So Connie talked about right there, right? A great for a hat and a top option. You know, she, she knows that she's providing a super value that people are going to love both those things together. So why waste anybody's time, including hers and just get the, get the order for the hat and the top always sells more than a shirt that way. I, I love that comment. So, um, uh, so when he says, I find for bundling, I add on items that are a lower th- thread hold, hold to create help me out with that one wendy sorry i'm i'm misreading that i think um yeah sorry (laughs) let's try that one again um all right so uh last last but not least here for me and again i'm not going anywhere just if you guys got more let's let's bring it um as my good friend eric campbell says always all the time I, i i love this and and I will continue to give him credit for it for now. But one of these days, I will steal it from him. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Eric. <laughs> um, I w- want you to, he says, be a consultant, not a commodity. And I think that's ultimately what happens here when we become good at this art is we're, we're, we're just consulting with our customers. We're helping them, again, find more value in the products that we create. So if you want to be a commodity and you just want to sell for the lowest price, this isn't going to necessarily work for you. And it's going to be a lot harder to be profitable that way. Um, But if you help your customers find even more value in what you do, two things are going to happen. You're going to build more loyal customers because they're going to be doing more with you, right? And they feel more committed. They feel, we go back to the four things that we all need, right? One of those things is we need to feel accepted, now they feel like you're they're part of your company. They've invested in your company by purchasing more, you know. 
you always have the best relationship with your biggest customers, but it, that works both ways. We think that it's because, oh my God, we love and value them, but they wouldn't spend that much money with you if they didn't love and value you. Now you can hurt that relationship by letting go of it and not staying true to it. But when, when you have that relationship, then that's a great relationship. And so you've helped them find more value in what you do. And we all love finding more value, even if it's spending money, right? We spend the money because it fills a need for us. So there we go. That's, that's what I got. Um, hopefully that gives you guys a nice kind of broken out steps. Again, go through it real quick. Again, we just got to understand our customers, get, get real into who they are. And <laughs> there we go. Wendy says, dang autocorrect. Um, lower thread hold. I bundle items that are, that I already have artwork for that. There we go. That that's, that's, uh, that, that, that makes, okay. I thought I was going crazy, Wendy. Thank you. <laughs> I bundle items that I already have artwork for, uh, as an embroiderer. That is, I mean, honestly, for, for all of the decorating techniques, but especially in that embroidery world, because why not reuse that, right? You, you've spent the time to digitize. You spent the time to figure out how to stitch that out the best. So let's reuse that as many places as we can where it works. So, um, <laughs> Wendy and the autocorrect are not getting along this morning. So, um, but I know exactly what you're talking about, Wendy, and, and you've shared that with us before uh, inside the masters of success group. So hundred um, percent agree that that's a fantastic idea. So thank you for sharing that with everybody. All right, you guys. So there we go. That is the art of upselling and cross-selling. Um, let me, let me go back and wrap up one more time. Um, First, understand your customer, really get real clear on why they buy from you um, and then understand what need, what are those four needs that we talked about? Um, what what do you feel in, inside of those four needs for them? Um, and again, those four needs, we find, make sure I get them exactly right here. Uh, the need for attention, the need for affection, the need for appreciation, the need for acceptance, right? So you're feeling one of those four needs and, um, and then from there, then start trying some things on for size. What, what works for you? You know, Connie talks about hat and top options. You know, I just mentioned a, a teacher appreciation program with, with masks and maybe some, maybe you're doing a banner, right? That, that could be, so it doesn't have to be exact same things, right? There could be a, just a different utility inside of it. So a mask and then a banner, those, those are actually feel like two separate worlds, but are actually a perfect bundle opportunity. You know, it could be maybe with uh, a restaurant or something like that. It, it could be a banner and then some um, apparel for their employees. You know, we're back, we're better than ever, that kind of thing, you know, but also a banner that goes along with that. So um, again, like Wendy said, if you've already got the artwork for it, let's, let's make it work. Let's, let's put it on as many things as we can and figure out a way to make that profitable for yourself and make your customer love it. So, um, hi, I'm Kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the small business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the small business Saturdays podcast? Head over to small business Saturdays podcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. All right. Have a great weekend. 
as well, Wendy. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks to everybody for participating, especially Wendy and Connie. You guys appreciate you jumping in here. And uh, yes, I am looking forward to Wednesday as well. We're going to be learning Google Analytics inside of the Our Success Group membership program. So um, I'm looking forward to having Chris Mercer. He goes... He goes by Mercer. He, he told me the reason he goes by Mercer is that there's always typically a lot of Chris's in the room. So he just decided to go by his last name, which is Mercer. So Mercer will be joining us on Wednesday. I just talked to him on Friday. Um, he shared some stuff that I'll be sharing with the, the membership group before we uh, get started on Wednesday. Uh, some great tools already. So, man, I am super pumped about that as well. So I will see you guys on Wednesday. Um, oh, Connie, hat happened because of a... a prop in a proof the mom went nuts say there you go happy accident but but that that's that's perfect connie so i'm going to use that as an example and here's why i think that's so perfect now here's why i love that so much um so the the hat happened because of a prop in a proof and then one of the moms loved that so much right so connie got out there she was out in front of people and then she took that opportunity to use that. Oh my God, the mom went nuts. We'll go for it, right? Dig in. I then added a cup prop and a zip up on the shirt. Um, try it. You should be ready with pricing too. There you go. So that is a perfect example. Connie, thank you. That is wonderful. Um, in fact, here, let me just hand this. I get Connie, I gotta get you on here. Let, let's we, we got to do this. <laughs> Perfect example. All right. Well, you know what, on, on that golden nugget gem, uh, that that's the, that's the perfect way to close this up. I think you guys are amazing. Have a great rest of your Saturday and all you are success group members. I will see you guys on Wednesday and then we will be back again next Saturday with another small business Saturday. I'm actually going to put in the group, um, yeah, Don, no problem. Catch that replay. We'll have it up just as quickly as we can, probably the next morning, maybe even that evening. So we'll have that replay up and available for you. Um, and uh, yep, so tune in then. And Don, don't hesitate. Here, Here's one other thing, one other quick tip for all the members if you're catching this right now. I, I know a lot of times people can't watch the live and that's where we have that live Q&A opportunity. But don't hesitate to keep that conversation going, right? Maybe you're watching the replay and you've got a question and you're like, oh crap, I wasn't there to catch the live and do the live Q and A. That, that doesn't matter. Don't, don't let that stop you. Get into that private members group, ask the question in there. Um, if, if maybe you're just not comfortable getting into that private members group and asking a question there, I, I would love you to do that because that helps everybody grow. And, and as you guys know, I believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. But um, what I want you to do is, is put it in that private members group. But if for whatever reason that just doesn't work for you, you guys can always email us. It's success at our success group dot com. And um, Connie, thank you so much. So, uh, so success at our success group dot com. And, and let us know what questions you have. So don't let the fact that just because you've got to watch the replay hold you back from getting your questions answered, all right? Use that group first and foremost. Um, but if for whatever reason, you can also email us. That's totally fine as well. So thank you guys. Connie says, I will put one of my proofs and put it up in the group. Happy weekend to you as well. Uh, it's going to be a great Saturday. Thank you guys for, for being here. And, and I will talk to everybody really, really soon. Thanks. 
Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.